see how this goes. Hi, everybody. Kurt Schlichter here Hi, for... Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Kurt Schlichter here for Unredacted, the Town Hall if VIP podcast. If you're a podcaster, boys and girls, if you're starting your own podcast, I just want you to know that every episode should always begin with, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Uh, that's No, the, you know what my other favorite podcast That's the voice of Larry O'Connor, <laughs> which apparently never shuts up. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a little chatty. You, I don't get a lot of platforms to be able to talk on. Yeah, yeah. You've got a problem with my that. My other favorite podcast opening that people do is, and we're back. And we're back. It's like what, what like, like as if we had just stopped. That sounds like one of those Fay and uh, NPR murder things. That is. And we're, we're back. back. A murder <laughs> in Pacoima. Only murders in Pacoima. That is the most Fay show. Wait, which one's the Pinot Grigio? That's the okay. Thank you. And that's the other prosecco. Thank you. <laughs> thank he, you. He said Pinot. This is Salam from no. Ethiopia, no. part Hi, of the Salam. incredible uh, uh, service staff at the here, Belvedere, at the here at the Belvedere. All from Ethiopia. Hey, we are. I, I, I'm oh, we're live. Because we got to do the podcast thing. I got to get. I got to get some material for these cats. And I got you a prosecco. But if you don't want it, you don't have to have it. I God knows. Or you could. Have God knows Arena will drink it because she's married to Kurt, and there's not enough prosecco in the world to get a woman through that. Please have a seat. Meredith is here. Everybody's here. Susie's here. Jen's here. Jen's Matt's here. So we got a little. Hey, we got a little here. red state happening. We got. Yeah, a little this town is, we're happening. crossing borders. It's we got Jen Van Lar. It's a crossover. First of all, while I'm here, I got to hand it to Jen Van Lar because she's doing the job nobody else is doing of investigative reporting. Imagine, uh, imagine if the LA Times cared about reporting on the government of Los why, Angeles. Why? You know, imagine why that. have you not got? If the LA Times cared about, it, they go, Jen, you got to come in, right? Because you're finding. <laughs> no, you, wait, what are you talking? She's at Red State. Stop that. No, no, no. They, they can't have her. Talk to me. They and they don't have any money. Yeah. Right. Well, the LA Times turned this story down. They talked to some of my sources and then just said they weren't interested. Of course they weren't interested <laughs> because right. they're never interested because they're a bunch of commie posers. Thank God Everybody, you're there for look, the readers at Red State. I think Aaron McIntyre, was it Aaron McIntyre who said it? You don't hate the regime media enough. That and should have been Andrew that said that. Actually. Oh, I'm sure he did. Hey, look, Andrew Andrew's said my, everything. My favorite line from Andrew is, hey, mainstream media, uh, the American people don't hate you because you're biased. They hate you because you suck. That's a great. That line. is the that most is Andrew beautiful. line ever. Yeah. Gosh, you know, the spirit of Andrew is still here. I think it's a little diminished. I think we need to bring it back. Well, we need some dirtbag protesters here. He was always at his best. When oh. people, they're not storming the the CPAC anymore. There they're were not a few out to, there last night. Were there? I missed Salvador, it. The president was talking. Oh, oh because yeah. because they like MS13. They're yeah. like they're no, like no, here, pro here's murder. the thing. The actual workers at the hotel from El Salvador. And, and Meredith saw it. And, I, and Meredith, why don't, you, why don't you tell the people what you saw? Meredith's <laughs> like, I do not She's appear. Like, I, don't want to I do not okay. appear on I will paraphrase. <laughs> the, the workers from El Salvador lined the halls with homemade signs and Salvadorian flags to cheer their president. Yep. They went back in the corridors behind because in they brought behind, the president yeah. in in the backstage. They bring him in the back. Wow. And they cheered him because their families are not being terrorized and murdered. Yeah. Because this guy won't put up with it. And... The and there's been over 100,000 Salvadorans leaving America to go back to their home country because it's it, they were the murder capital of the world, and now they've gone over 300 days without a single murder. Do you know that Kamala actually got it right in dealing with the root causes? Susie, Susie Q, come on. Do you mean that Kamala actually got it right in dealing with the root causes is actually addressing the immigration issue? So, well, uh, the root yes. cause of crime is criminals. Yes. Oh. See, the, the, the root causes, the way she solved the root causes was to give 
tens and hundreds of millions of dollars of American tax dollars to Guatemala to install lights at a playground. That would draw me back. So right? overnight, it wouldn't be dark. Because murderers never kill anyone in, in a, wait, well, no. Written. Yeah, I think they do actually do that. The, he, here's the thing, the all the problems we have have been wrong. solved before. Ah. I mean, you look at Rudy Giuliani, he turned New York into Disney. When course. I first went to, because I first went to New York in 2011, believe it or not, it was like freaking Disneyland for adults. How did it New York horrible. survive without you until I don't 2011? Know. That's amazing. I was in other places like, well, well, I don't know, Kosovo. It is funny that that we talk about where where crime is in America right now and like basic norms. Remember when we wanted norms back in our norms. society? The norms. Norms. And that's an LA reference. Nice. I do like the Norm's overnight nice. special. That's Breakfast special, two in the morning. You know you've had a good night when you're at Norm's. Because Denny's is too classy for you. So you got to go to Norm's. And we don't have Waffle House. Right. Oh, I know that's true. That's Norm's is the LA version of Waffle House without the cockroaches. Yeah. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Waffle House. So we talk about. We talk about how, oh my God, we've forgotten all of the basic rules of society. And you just immediately said, because look at Rudy Giuliani. And our people will say, look at the 50s. No, I'm sorry. Look at Western civilization for the last five, six, seven hundred years. These are basic things that you learn about how a civilization is supposed to thrive. You don't let people live on the streets like we're doing in yeah, California. Yeah, I mean, it's like, what are you going to do about homeless? Well, not let them be homeless. Right. What do you mean? They know. You, you can't sleep on they the street. They knew Where that they in... In, oh, no. They knew no, that no, in Europe in the 17th century. They learned that you in Europe. You can't be a vagrant. <laughs> right. If you're a vagrant, we'll put you in the workhouse. You said vagrant that. instead of hobo. What is wrong with you? Well, in the old days, it was vagrant. Hobo came in the 30s. Kurt likes to say hobo bindles. a lot. Hobo and what? Bindles. Bindles. The thing, you know, where they have the stick with, On the, the, sack. with the handkerchief? All right. That's Who a here bindle. was a hobo for Halloween when you were a kid? My, I was a hobo for Halloween. Who wasn't? You got Let to be a hobo. And you had like a real hands. cigar hands went up. your dad smoked. No, that's the greatest thing about here. Gen X, because our moms were so lazy one year. They say, they literally dressed us up like bums. This way, for this year you're a bum. Because I'm not driving down to JCPenney again. My mom went the extra mile. I got an uh, empty bottle of white label to take with me to school. And the teachers <laughs> let me have it. What I had a great wow. mom. I had, well, actually, School I had a pretty horrible cool. mom now that I think about it. School was cool back then. <laughs> I did. I walked into Ferrand Elementary in Plymouth, Michigan, dressed like a hobo with an empty bottle of white label. <laughs> that is amazing. And the 70s rock. Yes. Huh? In a paper bag? No, no, no. Just an empty bottle all by itself. No, because hobos don't care about the paper bag. They just oh, no. The paper bag's only for higher level that's alcoholics. Right. Well, that's true because the higher level alcoholics don't want to go to jail. But hobos, you send a hobo to jail. That's a that's a that's are you a, that's kidding? A roof, Absolutely, baby. we'll take that's it. A roof. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's only the winos that put the paper bag. Wino, that's another word winos. we don't hear enough. Wino, winos, winos derelicts. hobos, derelicts. There was oh. replace rhinos with winos. There was a good country song. Wino rhino. Nikki oh. Haley. And another thing. A rhino wino. <laughs> That's what Nikki Haley's going to be man. after tomorrow. <laughs> Heading into the backseat of the Cadillac Escalade. Oh, I don't believe those rumors. No, that's I... not. That's just a rumor. Terrible rumor. <laughs> that's a horrible. Yeah, you know. Did you have to delete those I'm stories kind of off a... the side? No. <laughs> I'm oh. kind of a veteran. I did a video <laughs> on that. <laughs> 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 we're, not going, we're not going with that story. Hey, Larry, thanks for appearing on the Oh, of course. Bring us out to speak. Say hi to it. We're doing a couch. 
Town Hall podcast right We're now. We're doing Town Our friends at AMAC are stopping by. Andy Mangione's here. Oh, that's okay. That's that's the podcast. It's shocking that it didn't look like we were doing a well, podcast. I, I know. I'm sitting here going, hey, hire us to speak. Me. I'm actually serious about this. We're well, doing what? an event in April. Well, we're, we're recording, so let's not book it right now, but we would love to do that, absolutely. <laughs> but do a quick hit for AMAC. Hey, uh, AMAC is the Association of Mature American Citizens, and uh, you can reach us at amac.us to join us. We are the conservatives alternative to that other organization that says they represent oh, all Americans over 50. Awful. They're the worst. Uh, 16 bucks. President and special. If I may, since this is, this is going to be a town hall, I could also just say, click on the ad that's right next to the player right now. Oh, they'll totally have it. Yeah, you guys are cool. All right. Yeah, I forgot. All right. No, always I, good to see you guys. But no, no, I'm kidding. It's very free-flowing podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we we'll don't do have, it. yeah, there's, 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 so that's Larry and I booking work. There you go. Well, it's it's booking work, but it's also forging the relationship between <laughs> and, Salem Media and, and AMAC. And let's and, and let's let's be really because clear about what other people send me. I'm 51. Are you starting they to get the crap in ARP? The mail. You're not 51. Yep. What, like a dog years? <laughs> yes. Come on, I don't think you're 51. Yeah, but I don't want AARP. Wait, that would work. Well, we, I get the AARP stuff. You mean you're not 357? That's right. We live in Annapolis, so we in the wintertime we have a fireplace, and in the summertime we have a fire pit. And the AARP stuff is great for the kindling. There you go. We use that. We don't throw it out. We, we burn it before we... Uh, yeah, yeah, Because AARP is Marxist. They're Marxist. Oh wait! I think everyone needs to hear that. Hold on. Can we? Can we all clink? Wait, Marina, ready? And there we go. This is un- this is like the most unredacted, unredacted because I totally will do it in a car or I'll do it like in a bar. Oh, I know. <laughs> I get the emails about it. Wait, are you I just, they complain? Well, said they're not complaining. They're just saying, could you maybe get Kurt a better mic? No. No. <laughs> like, that's what I say. I said this is the charm of unredacted. This is the thing. Unredacted is unstructured. It's not supposed to sound produced. Because it, 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 it ain't. <laughs> Hold on. I don't want. I do not want our town hall VIP listeners. Unredacted is VIP only, right? Yes. Yeah. So I want you to know there was about what a good hour and a half of show prep that we that was put into the. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't do it. It consists of us sitting in the speaker's lounge drinking free wine. But they're they're having drinks. That was our show prep. Our valued VIP. You know what? If if Larry and I lived near each other and we could do this once a week, we would call it and another and another thing. Oh, and that reminds me. Another thing. You know what? That is a good point. Our our friendship, like our friendship bonded and grew when I was still living in L.A. And like two years later... I got my you job got in D.C., yeah. and thank God for that, because we w- we'd be dead by now. Oh, God. Honestly, of alcohol poisoning. My it liver would be. would be the size of Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> not Chris Christie's liver. Chris, Chris Christie. Christie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a big liver. Let's not even talk about the NYPD dance team. That's, oh my a, God. that's my latest obsession. So you guys, you were not with our, t- oh, you were with our town hall crew in Miami. Mm-hmm. Yes. When we went for the debate. Did you also get to enjoy Chris Christie by the pool? Yes. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes. Now, when you say enjoy, 
So yeah, because because the hotel rooms were like on this. No, it was no. a weird hotel. You guys got. Oh I had God. The, I had. The, I wasn't Chris in that Christie hotel either. I was in no, no, hotel. I was in the hotel, but I was not in the bougie ones right oh, next really? to the pool. I was like. Oh, five here we go. Down. This is where Jen complains about how Red State doesn't get the same attention that Town Hall. Uh, go no, ahead. I was going right. to say how misogynistic you guys were. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love getting misogynistic. You know what? Stuff. Talk talk to our talk to our editor in chief, Katie Pavlich, about that. Okay. All I can say is because last I checked, <laughs> no, she's that, not a misogynist. That was the that, <laughs> hey that thing with Chris Christie. That was the time the security guys ran up to him and said, "Hey, run! Ahab's coming." <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but he was the only person sitting by the pool. So our room, our rooms were set, but not our rooms. And when he sat around I was the a, pool, I was he not sat there. around the pool. <laughs> The rooms were set up at this Miami hotel in such a way where to get to your room, you, you were walking outside on like an exterior balcony, uh -huh. and it was one level above the swimming pool. So, so basically you're like, the level of his stomach. <laughs> when he was lying on his back. Oh. Yes. And well, and oh, I've, oh Andrew Langer has the leopard skin jacket. It's official. It is Dear time. God. So you could, you literally could not go to your room without, of course, looking down and seeing women in thongs and you know whatever else is going on at your <laughs> typical Miami. Yeah, so and instead, like so I'm like, oh cool, let's see, let's see the action at the pool. And the action was Chris freaking Christie. Oh God! That was the action at the. That's pool. That's what we call a boner quell. But he was. He All right, was, can you uh, redact that one, no. Micah? Micah, redact that no, one. No, he's not redacting anything. <laughs> this is unredacted. But he had mercy on us. Yeah. He wore what? a shirt. He did not go uh, shirtless. That's, that's true. He didn't go topless. Yeah. That's something. Because yeah. I mean, that guy, that guy could get a job at Twin Peaks if you know what I'm Although saying. Although Jennifer reminds us that it was what five months ago when we were supposed to literally consider Chris Christie a candidate for president. Uh, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Did he ever drop out? Oh, yeah. He did drop he out. He dropped out. I thought uh, he just faded away. He dropped out before New Hampshire, I think. After Iowa, before New Hampshire. Oh, man. I always call them the spike candidate. Like, if you watch uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, there's a spike coffee store that yes. Larry opened just he hated the other guy that had a coffee That's right, shop. just to spite him. Yeah. And that's why he ran, and that's just to Chris spite Christie. him. And that's Chris Christie. He's just a spite candidate. Yeah. The thing is, he he hates but loves Trump. Yeah. There's a push-pull thing there. There's a weird dynamic. I bet there is. <laughs> it's not unlike a wedding night. Much not unlike. Bulwark Stafford. Um, There's yeah, no bulwark people here. We've moved from not unlike wow, to much like. Right? That. Wow, we just got yeah, some tater tots. We got tater tots. Is that like? Is is that like an American version of a poutine? Is that what we're doing here? Oh, there's no gravy involved. I don't know what a poutine is. You don't know what poutine? Is? You're not I know. Uh, you should try yourself a poutine. Oh, poutine is amazing. Well, I grew up in Detroit, which is right outside Canada, so we we knew. It's a suburb of Canada. I guess that's true. Detroit is the only major city in the lower 48 that is directly north of Canada. Really? If you look at the geography, if you're in the city of Detroit and you look directly south, you're seeing Windsor, Ontario. How wow. weird is that? That is really... Explains a lot about land. Detroit. Yeah, it is. We're talking about... I don't even know about... I don't even know what Detroit's all about. I don't know why it is. All run by Democrats. Hard to believe. Man, I don't know if you partake, but... All right. So uh, do, do we have any uh, parting thoughts here on Unredacted? We got four and a half more minutes. For this... We got you do, you're, doing, you're doing 20 now? I'm doing 20. Wow, you used to do like 10 or 15, I think. Right? Oh, is it always, is it always been 20? Yeah, yeah. 
So now, Huge. no one. So if we're going to give them a quality four and a half minutes, maybe we shouldn't be eating tater tots what? while we talk, Kurt. Well, quality, a quality four and a half minutes sounds like several uh, will work wedding nights. Wedding nights for the Bulwark staffers. Thank yeah. you. It's funny because they're sexually inadequate. So the Bulwark was not here. Hello, ma'am. Bulwark was not here because well they used to do their alternate CPAC, I think. Yeah, they did. And they would bring the they would bring in the real conservatives like Joe Scarborough. Yeah, Joe Scarborough. Have you seen his music video? No. He has a music video? Yes, it's unbelievable. Is Mika a backup dancer? Please no. Stop. Stop. Might as well. Have you noticed? I got a song called Homewrecker. <laughs> I'm dedicating it to my new wife, Mika. Oh, now, you know, I'm not one to cast stones. Go ahead. Well, all right. Let's cast some stones. That's Speaking great. of stones, what do you think of the scene here at the bar? You know, I, I do like National Harbor, and I do like the I view do. of the Potomac and Virginia, but I kind of miss the down and dirty... Marriott, you know, on there, Connecticut Avenue, middle I, I, of D.C. I only started coming to CPAC when it was here. Oh, really? You never yeah. went to the Ward Never went to that one. I made it to the, the, the thing is, in Adams, the Warren, last oh, one. Oh, so you saw Andrew's last speech. I did, yeah. When we, I do like the fact that the last CPAC at that location was Andrew's last yeah. CPAC. And it's like, okay, we can never do that and again. The one where the thing, yelled, stop raping people. Stop raping people at the... <laughs> uh, at, I've got the, it on video. The thing at is, when, when, you know, 10, 15 years ago, or 10, 12 years ago... This is this, my 15th, this was happening. 15th CPAC. Wow. wow. But it, you, Meredith you, and I have been doing this for 15 years. You could walk through here and you would know everybody. Yes. I mean, you, you could. Yeah, and now I, and I don't know what the hell there are. Which is yeah. great. I mean, it's not like we don't want new people. That, that's the night. Yep. That's what he was wearing when yep. he went out and screamed exactly. at Susie Q's showing us a picture of she and Andrew at the Marriott. It looks about an hour before he went out and screamed at the yep. uh, Occupy protesters. Yeah. Hey, One sense. hour and eight years. Stop That's raping people. No, Chardonnay. It was Chardonnay. No in fact, I think he was holding was a glass of Chardonnay. <laughs> we went out in Den when we went to a thing in Denver with uh, Andrew, Blood and there were protesters, and he and I waited out in the Blood crowd, Blood. and I thought I was going to literally have to beat the shit out of these guys. Hold on. Andrew wasn't at that block. I'm with Dana and Chris. And yeah, the whole he was at Blood. He was there. Yeah. He was not at that. Yeah. No, he wasn't. No, we had a giant. No, that was. It must have been a different event then. Okay. Because the blog con where Occupy came into the hotel and I then was we, in Denver. Andrew was not at that. It was me. The, the Breitbart contingent. The Breitbart contingent was yeah. me and Meredith and, and John the lashes. John Nolte and the, the lashes. lashes. Yeah. I remember because I remember Andrew was not because there. Because me oh, and Andrew Arena and Dana and Chris yeah. went well, out together later. Right. No, we're on video. And Stephen Crowder. Yeah. Well, and he was there. Crowder was there. We went out with Benny Johnson when he was still working with Accurate. And media. But the, the highlight was me and Chris and Dana and Arena go out and we walk by this store that's still like, I swear, got Catholic schoolgirl outfits. And Dana and Arena look at each other and go, yay, and run inside. And Chris and I just look at us silently and just high five. Right. You're like, just, let's just we let, well. let's just let this just, happen. I want to see how this plays well, out. Well, I'm glad we're recording this on a Friday in Lent and you bring up the... Uh, the arousal that you feel we for were, young, we were, young, we're young girls who are trying to get a parochial relationship. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we're supposed to deny ourselves in certain things. I'm a Methodist. I'm not sure. Again, I'm not sure we even have to. Oh, by the way, you know, you know who else was with us fighting against Occupy that night in Colorado against, you know, on behalf of Resident Ben Howe. Ben Howe. Ben Howe was there shoulder to shoulder. How did the that man. happen? Get it? Uh, <laughs> How did that happen? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when Ben went fully uh, 
Bulwark, and I, I think I went fully to dinner bull- with him. No, he went more than fully Bulwark. Well, he, he went Lincoln fully Project. Lincoln Project. Oh, God. He doesn't even like Ben. Come on, Ben. What? Come on back to us, Ben. We'll welcome you back. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys who fell out. A lot of folks fell out. I mean, that's natural, but... They didn't know what time it was. But we got great new people that we're meeting. We got Matt. We got Rohit here. These guys are great. And and the thing is, I, I would love to see CPAC really becoming that hothouse that develops folks. The excitement was, you know, early on when we started, everybody had their own, like, weird little thing. I got a podcast. I got a radio show on a five-watch station in Fargo, North Dakota. Kibo and the Boner. Kibo and the Boner. Joining us now for the next hour and a half is Kurt Schlichter on Kibo and the Boner. I think they need to, maybe they need to do a bloggers We're ready to do some prank calls. The bloggers room was lit. Yeah. Like a separate thing for the me blog- and row have a bloggers room. Meredith and I live streamed from the bloggers room in the balcony overlooking the main stage at the Wardman uh, Marriott at, for Breitbart TV. And it was just a constant stream of, of, uh, of people, of people. And that's where Andrew and I got served our papers in the Shirley Sherrod lawsuit. <laughs> I was, Magical. We're sitting there doing a thing, and then a guy comes up and goes, are you Larry O'Connor? Are you Andrew Breitbart? And we're like, yeah. Go, oh, here. You're served. <laughs> You're served. Like, I you, were you so should have had me as your lawyer. On Every that time one. Meredith and I walk through CPAC now and somebody says, are you Larry O'Connor? I'm like, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Not if those papers are for me. You got Meredith. That, that night that Andrew went out to yell at the Occupy people, uh-huh. I saw him. He had his big hair, and he had about 20 people around him right before he went out there. And he's holding court the way Andrew did. Andrew did. And he's talking about, like, talking to politicians in D.C. And all the only part I caught was him saying, you know, I've been married for a long time, and I don't really go to strip clubs. But I had to go to this club with these people, and he's like, the thing that, like, he's like, they wax other areas now? Like, I'm not used to all of that. <laughs> and wow. everyone just dies laughing. Suddenly you're talking about <laughs> politics in Brazil. <laughs> oh! Lula! All right, so that's very funny because... You saw her Lula. I've never told this story. Uh-oh. In, was it October? They're just sitting there going, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I don't know where this is going. <laughs> October of 2011, maybe September of 2011. Uh, we're entering into the 2012 year, and we had a strategy meeting in D.C. about what would become Breitbart News. If you remember, uh, the websites that Andrew started was Big Hollywood, uh-huh. Big Government, Big Journalism, Big Peace. Big Peace. He wanted to do Big Education, um, and then Breitbart TV, which is what uh, Meredith yep. and I were responsible for, and. Uh, and the idea was we were merging all, he was creating a new entity yeah. called Breitbart News. We were merging all the websites. We were targeting spring of 2012 to do it because we wanted to be the go-to place for politics, conservative politics for the election. So we all, all the editors of all the sites met in D.C. at the embassy. Hilton. No, the we didn't have the embassy oh, yet. Oh, okay. The Hilton or the Sheridan, the Hilton. On can, uh, like on K and 15th or something. And we had a conference room. It was like a three-day meeting to sort of strategize about how we were going to achieve this and how we were going to do it. And it was myself. It was John Nolte from Big Hollywood. Yeah. 
Alex Marlowe, of course, who now is the editor in chief of all the Breitbart sites. Flynn. Um, Michael Flynn, may he rest in peace. Oh, what a hero. From big government. Not not the general. The uh, the although he was the general. He, of he went, Michael is an interesting big guy. government. Uh, Dana Lash for Love big Dana. big journalism. Dana's so cool. And Larry Solov and, and uh, Joel Pollack, all, all the Breitbart people, right? Right. And of course, and Andrew, of course, was a big idea guy. Oh, yeah. And he was like, he was a visionary. And, you know, but when we get into minutia of mechanics, it's like, he would sort of get distracted. Check out. He would lose. He would start to check out something. He may have had ADHD. I don't think I'm the first to suggest it. What? No. So every once in a while, I kept seeing it. He would go to the window of this conference room. And he would just stare out the window. And then he would look at his phone, he would stare out the window, and he would look at it. And he was lit. It wasn't like staring out the window thinking about, you know, his life choices or anything. No. He was looking at something. Yeah. And it was clear. He was 40% squirrel. After 90 minutes of him standing by this window, he, there was some. So eventually I walked over to hang with him because they were talking about something that didn't have anything to do with my site. And I walk over to see him. He was. There's a strip club right there across the street <laughs> oh, no way. of the hotel. And he was watching. And I'm like, Andrew, did, what, what's going on? And he's like, I'm trying to see if I recognize anybody. <laughs> going into the strip club. Going into the strip club. Because this is, he's always thinking about what the next story is. He says, if I can recognize a congressman or a staffer or somebody from a think tank, then we're going there with our phones and our video and we're going to catch him. I was like, we're catching you at the uh, and, uh, peppermint <laughs> cheetah. And I'm like, Andrew, I'm your man. Let's go. Little did we know that probably at that very moment, Hunter, Hunter Biden was Hunter in there. Hunter Biden's in there. You know. By the way, we found out stripper poles actually rotate. What do you mean we? You, this is your discovery. I found this out on the internet. Yes, remember I asked. Were you doing some research? I was like, oh, this was a great moment. Early, earlier today, Kurt makes this comment saying, I just found out yesterday that at a strip club, the pole actually rotates, it swivels, so when the yeah. stripper's spinning, the pole they're spins like, with it. They're not as greasy as you thought. And there's this, well, yeah, no, actually they are probably. Like, why don't I hear screeching? Yeah. <laughs> so there's this sort of like, he, 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 del Boy, he delivers this gem of information, and there's a slight pause, and Arena, his long-suffering wife, says, wait a minute. How did you learn that exactly? <laughs> Where I said on the internet <laughs> and realized that was an insufficient that's, response. That's not a good answer either. Science. <laughs> so that's and he'll a, have another a little a little a little peek into our lives here. Love it. Uh, we have uh, look. I've enjoyed CPAC. Thanks it's for not... letting me tell an Andrew story. I know that gets to be a little no, bit much. people love that. Thank you. Um, Thank you guys for Wrap listening. Wrap us up here, Kurt. I'm wrapping Schlichter. it. I'm All trying right, to. Hey, everybody. Hey, you're doing a Kurt Schlichter talking over the wrap-up. Sorry, go for it. Okay, uh, look, CPAC is, I, I love CPAC because I get to see all my friends. It is, uh, there's a lot of heat about CPAC not being what it was, but it's, yeah, yeah. It, CPAC has to evolve. So hold on a minute. You're right. There, it, but, but. I'm sorry, I know you're wrapping up. Go ahead. Can you I show you something? Because you you've got these reporters who are showing these pictures. Look how empty the room is at CPAC, right? I took this picture two hours ago. So what time is it now? So at 3 o'clock, look at how this is the back of the room. Look how full the room is. Yeah, there's a lot of folks That's here. Elise Stefanik was addressing the room, and that's the last row right there. There's a, there's so a lot on. of folks here. It's, there's always been empty rooms. And the thing is, it, it's just there's a lot of new faces. 
but what's it's, wrong with new faces? It's not the same CPAC from three, four years ago. But it can't be, and it shouldn't be. Yeah. Look, things have to change, things have to grow, and frankly, I'm, look, I'm 84 years old. I'm, <laughs> God, I'm you not look gonna, like hell. I know, man, I look like shit. I thought you were like 92. Oh, I'm going to, um, I'm eventually going to be going my way, but somebody's got to take the place. And right. uh, look, I, I uh, you know, CPAC is, will uh, will Of course endure. it will. And can I also say this? And when, you should all come. When people say this is the CPAC I remember from 10 years ago, guess what? CPAC 10 years ago was run by the guy who now calls himself Mr. Anna Navarro. Oh! oh. 100% God's honest truth. The guy who used to run CPAC is now married to Anna Navarro. So when you tell me CPAC's not the same as it was back then, good. good. All right, go get my book, The Attack. Read me every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, put, I'm, pimping it, I'm putting it out there like Huggy Bear. <laughs> Bitch, bring me my money. Wait, who is listening to Unredacted who hasn't already bought Kurt's book? How there, dare you? I know you, you know, somebody out there is going, rah, 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 doing Buy the book. Oh, it, actually, I, I, it actually is one of your better books. It's, it's a really good book. Like, that implies worse or no? I'm just saying. They're all good. This is one of the better ones. It is. It's a good book. It's a very good book. I'm very happy with it. The attack. The attack. Get it now. Get it now. Thank you guys for uh, joining us here at CPAC and uh, uh, and thank you for supporting all the town hall oh, yeah. endeavors that uh, you do. Including we Red would be State. nothing without town hall. Red VIP State. members. Yeah, VIP members really make it happen. Well, you're, you're keeping us alive, honestly, because they're trying to silence us. And the only way we continue doing what we're doing is because we know that you're there supporting us. Thank you. That's true. That's correct. That's correct. Shout, shout out to managing editor Jennifer Van Lahr and writer Matthew Funicello for placing a wreath at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier this week. Arguably one of the most moving uh, events I have seen personally, and you will find that footage on redstate.com. Uh, yeah, check that out. If you have not visited the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, and, you know, as a veteran, it means one thing to me, as a, you know, a citizen, it's it's a very very meaningful thing. It, it, this you know at, at the end of the day this shit's serious. This shit is serious. I had to represent the uh, family briefly of one of the Marines killed in Kabul, and you know you look at them and it's not hypothetical. It's not a uh, it, it, it is a real thing where real people's lives are impacted by the gross incompetence and frankly the lack of concern of our leadership for our, our troops. And, you know, some, and some people are saying, well, I'm not gonna vote for Trump over Biden because Donald Trump is bad on the vaccine and his gun gun rulings or gun positions are, uh, are, are subpar. And it's like, at the end of the day, Donald Trump's going to keep our guys from getting killed yeah, when they don't have to. Big picture, and I gotta tell you, big picture. I gotta yes, tell you, that's what matters to me. Because yes, those guys, because I look at those pictures they could be Amen. my guys. Amen. Yep. I, yes, I just sir. feel, I feel, I, I, I have to say this as, as quasi-management person from Town Hall Media, um, you just appeared on one of our podcasts and you're not getting a thin dime from us, okay? So I, <laughs> sure. I want to say from just, bottom of the heart. Grab the microphone. I am, get nothing. I am the first diversity hire for Town Hall Media. Just How are you diverse? <laughs> you're right. I don't know. You get nothing. Nothing. <laughs> 
I'm not sure. I'm not sure even who is diverse anymore, frankly. Point. But that's that's another. Well, let's that's do another week. hour. That's next week. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Adios, bye.